Friday, January 12th, having a conversation concerning today's headlines and real-life challenges. I'm Tom Lamprecht, along with Pastor Harry Reeder. Stay with us as we apply a biblical worldview with gospel solutions to put the issues of today in perspective. Harry, I want to give you two stories that made the news this week and get your response. The first was the Golden Globes ceremony and the speech given by Oprah Winfrey. There was a lot of focus on sexual abuse, women being abused. From that speech, a number of individuals are now talking about Oprah Winfrey running for president. It's kind of the idea, well, if a celebrity, quote-unquote Donald Trump celebrity from business and media can be president, well, here's a better one, Oprah Winfrey, so we're going to put up our from-the-left celebrity to run against the populist celebrity of Donald Trump. And that'll be interesting to see how that story unfolds. But Tom, as you referred to this moment, there are a number of other things that I think bear analysis and elucidation from a Christian world in life view. Everything was about the sexual harassment. Hashtag Me Too will be no more. And I quote now, the people that are going to do that are in this room. Some absolutely astounding women and even some phenomenal men. So that's what was said. Now, when I was listening to the reports of that, I I do confess I was not able to watch it. I wasn't capable of interacting with it, but I did do my research on it afterwards. And Tom, first thing that strikes me is the absolute tone-deaf and reality-denying dynamic of the event. This whole sexual harassment has come to the forefront highlighted in about three arenas. One is the government, number two was the news industry, and number three, and most prominently, was the entertainment industry. So here's an entertainment industry that is promoting moral relativism. In fact, that was even revealed in Oprah Winfrey's speech, the embrace of moral relativism that undergirds the sexual revolution. Harry, it's interesting you bring that up. One of her quotes out of the speech was, I want to say that I value the press more than ever before as we try to navigate these complicated times, which brings me to this. What I know for sure is that speaking your truth is the most powerful tool we all have. She reaches out to a group in which this sexual harassment dynamic has been most prevalent in the news organization that she now values them and that the change is going to come from within the room. And here is a room that promotes the sexual revolution by promoting moral relativism. There are no moral absolutes. In other words, we have this event because the people in that room make the movies based on moral relativism that celebrates the sexual revolution of sexual promiscuity and sexual perversion and wants to mainstream that through their movies and their storytelling, and have been very successful at it. And now, without repenting of the moral relativism, you will notice that none of the women who have come forth on the Harvey Weinstein issue, you'll notice that none of them were even at the Globe Awards. You will also notice that no names were mentioned. There was no confession that we have sinned, that we have been part of this. It was, we are the Messiah. So not only were they tone deaf, not only were they reality denying of their role in this entire process, they also were not able to identify that they have actually mainstreamed this sexual absorption and uh, this sexual saturation 
and have mainstreamed it with their moral relativism. She reaffirms moral relativism with this, quote, your truth. There's no such thing as your truth. It's either true or it's not true. There's objective truth. And the refusal to understand the only answer to this is to, again, according to moral truth, place sex within the bounds of a marriage of one man and one woman. That's what ought to be dramatized is the ability to speak to people concerning their call to restrain sexuality outside of marriage and walk away from it and celebrate sexuality within marriage as the gift of God for initiation of a marriage, for rejoicing in a marriage, and for procreation within the context of a marriage between a man and a woman committed for life. And there was no ability to do that. So here is moral relativism that promoted the sexual revolution, now declared as the answer to the sexual revolution. Most of the time, if you understood your role in the problem, you had the major role in producing the problem. You sing in a minor key and say, give us a chance to clean up our own house. Not we're going to clean up America, but we need to clean up our own house. And then thirdly, there was a clear messianic complex that the people in that room actually believe they are the saviors of society, when in reality, they have produced the blight upon society. Repentance needs to begin within their own household before they claim the role of setting straight America. They have put Western culture into this downward spiral of degradation and marriage destruction and family destruction and the objectivization of women as sex objects. They have been the primary propagators and purveyors of this. The need is to confess it and to repent of it, not claim that their moral relativism is the answer and that they are the Messiah who will deliver the society from its problems. Harry, let me take you to story number two. A number of media outlets have reported on this, including the Washington Free Beacon. 100 Iranian Christians are waiting to enter the United States. However, they could be sent back to Iran this week. Right now, they're over in Vienna waiting the okay to come to the United States. There are some homes set up for them in California, but right now, their future is in question. Tom, this is something that we actually have responded to two ways on this program. Number one is affirming the fact that America needs to take a good solid look at an immigration policy that is beneficial to the American nation and people and is properly responsive to the refugee issue within our society. And if you remember in our program, I think it bears our repeating right now, that while a nation needs to establish national security and have an appropriate immigration policy and ought to be bringing in some of the best for the benefit of the society, it also ought to provide a place of refuge for the refugees until they can be properly vetted and either restored back into their nation or brought into this nation. And in the vetting, there ought to be a category for religious and political persecution. Well, if you have that category, these Iranians do fit that category. If they go back to Iran with the publicity around their profession of faith in Christ as their Lord and Savior, they are going to be targeted. There is no doubt about it. 
This is a life and death issue for them. And this is an appropriate portal of immigration into our nation is that they are truly religious refugees in general and Christians in particular. So I obviously have a special interest. I do agree that there ought to be clarity of how people brought into this country are going to be cared for. And you are correct. There are people who have stepped up. I have actually made communication offering to lead a search for families who would sponsor each one of these families. And someone said to me, Harry, do you know what you're getting into? I said, actually, it would not take long at all. I think I could get them all settled in Birmingham without a problem. I think the volunteers around who would sponsor these families are prolific right now. So that would not be a problem at all. So, Tom, I do hope and pray that our listeners will bring some pressure to our elected officials to bring the proper pressure upon our State Department that these truly persecuted Christians can have access to coming into this country, and I believe they will be of great benefit to our nation. There is no doubt their religious persecution is authentic, and there is no doubt that they would be an asset to this nation. Tom, whenever we deal with this, I'm always thinking of the fact that we as Christians are refugees. The Bible says we are sojourners. We thank the Lord that we who were the refugees of sin have found a home in Jesus Christ. Harry, thank you for your thoughts for today and throughout this week. As we close out, let me remind our listeners they can subscribe to Today in Perspective. It's easy. On your smartphone or your tablet, go to your iTunes icon, type in Today in Perspective with Harry Reader. Each and every weekday on your podcast icon will automatically download a new edition of Today in Perspective. A great way to stay in touch and a great way to never miss an edition of this podcast. Well, thanks for being with us this week. Have a wonderful weekend. Be sure and join God's people in the worship of our Heavenly Father on Sunday. Then stop by again on Monday for a conversation and a biblical worldview application as we put the issues of today in perspective.